0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Uh, for those watching on Twitter and Facebook, welcome to Chicken Smoot. Uh, we have changed up the uh, our modus operandi uh, tonight. Normally we come from Augie's in Old Town Alexandria, but tonight uh, we're coming from home. A lot of different things went into that obviously night game as well um we're going to do a post game show so do not worry uh, we'll be on the post game show as soon as that game's over um but Fred Smoot is here uh, our producer Amish Lightfoot Fenwick is yep. in the house. now Fred you didn't see this before we did a little test run earlier and apparently um I think uh five excuse me Amish's fiance might have done something with the uh the uh, screen so he had fake eyebrows and he removed them. Since I thought it would have been funny to see him,
2: I had some good eyebrows. I can't lie. Uh,
3: uh, uh, so that just you know, that's how you know you got new love, chick. When you still let your girl, your woman, play with your eyebrows and stuff <laughs> like that, that's when you know you got new love. So we're veterans to this love stuff, chick. Your wife ain't no played question. with your eyebrows for decades. <laughs> that, oh no,
1: no, no chance, no chance. She has no <laughs> idea what I do for a living. by the way, I did a, I called a. I called Georgetown Marquette last night for CBS Sports Network. And I will. I'll give. Actually, I'll give my wife props. She was texting me during the second half, going, doing really good. So I give her props for that. But generally, three kids that live in this house right now because of COVID I have no idea that I
3: was gone. That's ridiculous. Come on, you got grown kids, chick. These are these are not ten-year-olds. These these are people with lives in a cell phone and cable and other stuff. All right.
1: Yeah, they're grown kids who are living in my house and eating my food. COVID. Yeah, they're not COVID. working. Someone's providing for them, okay? Someone is providing for them. Hey, That's stop all out of crying.
3: If you do out of crying, what the baby gonna do? Just tired of it.
1: Good point. Uh, so, <laughs> boys, we got ourselves a... It, this is a playoff game. This is yep. a playoff game, right? Mm-hmm. You win, you're in. You lose, you're out. And it's hard to believe at this point... Think about this for a second. Uh, what we have here tonight is the possibility that a starting quarterback nearly died two years ago, nearly lost his leg, will leave yep. this team. And if things don't go particularly well for him and his bad calf and Alex Smith, then a guy who was studying mathematics at old dominion university be the quarterback that tries to lead them to the playoffs for The first time in 2015, uh, I just, I, you can't make this shit up.
3: Hey, right. hey! listen. See, this is why people from the ghetto like myself don't believe that we ever get props. We will get props because guess what happened when I walked to the store in the ghetto? I almost died. Guess what happened when I went down the street in the ghetto? I almost died. How'd you almost like, die? Weekly, you almost died. But when you make it out of there, you just, get hey, things are no harder. Once he made it past the surgeries, that's when life got harder right. for Alex. Once he made sure. it past the surgeries, now it was about does he want to play the game? Because he could have just said, you know what? Y'all owe me $70 million. I'm just going to sit back and get it. He said, no, I want to play. And Coach saw it earlier than everybody. He said, you know what? If we get a guy like Alex in here with the talent we got, we can go to the playoffs. Every right. Everybody early said he was wrong. I was want on people like, let him, let him. He knows something that we don't know.
1: Right. All right, so. As I said, I was going to tell you guys, and you, you guys know this, but our viewing audience does not. Uh, so our guest tonight is Jason Campbell, who has already chimed in here. So let's get bring him in. Uh, he's a quarterback. Oh, he's boy. always on time. Always on time. Let me find him. He's there? Yeah. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Uh oh. There we here go. So here we go. He
3: does have a. He has an outdated haircut, <laughs> and, and I don't know now how they, good his, his haircut wait. goes with technology.
1: Well, first off, you. he's. he's, he's He's sideways. What the
3: he, he's hell? He's from Jason? Mississippi. Give him, give, give him a chance. He's from
1: Mississippi. Hold <laughs> on. We got, two Mississippi
2: guys here. Turn it look the at other this. way, this...
3: <laughs> Jay. Turn it the other way.
2: <laughs> two, <laughs> two Mississippi oh guys. Oh Lord. This is too good. How oh. many
3: Mississippi guys does it take to perform a zoom? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jay, turn, turn it, it the other way, Jay. Turn it the other way. You oh, jason,
1: can you hear us? yes hey yes can you hear us
3: let's see can I you hear, us, hear me now there you go yeah yes. there he is
4: oh that rick ross glistening over there <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I, mean, I always had to turn the other way for the other shows.
1: oh the other shows he's a very busy man jason campbell <laughs> no, no, uh, for those folks know. no question. so we're live on facebook <laughs> and twitter for those who don't know uh this man jason campbell First round pick in 2005 out of Auburn, uh, played four years in Washington, two in Oakland, one in Chicago, one in Cleveland, one in Cincinnati. Uh, had a chance to get to the playoffs with the Burgundy and goal, but got injured. And a guy named Todd Collins uh, was the guy. That didn't that didn't work out so well. Uh, Jason, how you doing, man?
4: Hey guys, I'm doing great. You know, can't complain. Uh, ready to watch this game tonight. Uh, you know, just kind of just kind of watch some really good football games today. So. Those were very less than Sunday.
3: Well, Jason, I gave you some props when we signed one Dwayne Haskins, and and I, and I was on the radio and I was talking to people, and I said, I think they, I think he needs to sit down and have a face to face with Jason Campbell, and they were like, why Jason Campbell? Because I said I know one thing, Jason know how to do. He knows the professional side of being a quarterback. He, you, you know how to be what I call, uh, you a politician. You know how to be a politician. You know how to politics. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know when to be a place, you know when not to be a place. If if we if we could rewind time back three months and you had to sit out two days in a row with Haskins, what would you tell Haskins?
4: Yeah, I would tell Haskins, man, like you, you don't understand the importance of, of the position that you're playing. You know, you got to embrace this opportunity. Like you're an African-American quarterback. You're in the nation's capital. You know, I understand this is where you grew up at, but you got to set that to the side. You got to understand that, hey – you got to figure out like how to get your teammates to believe in you and how to get them to rally, how you rally your troops around you and, and, and how you do that, man. It's so much about your actions. Like your words can say so much, but what you do speaks volumes to your teammates. Like if they see you putting in the out to practice. They see you studying hard. They see you win or lose They see you putting forth your best foot effort. They going to ride with you. I say, but they feel like that you're not, you know, reaching out to these guys and, you know, you gotta, you can't just be a quarterback and just like, sit in a room by yourself. You got to be able to talk to all your teammates, like all the way down to the kickers. You got to have a relationship with everyone. And I always tried to make sure that when I played ball that I had a relationship with everyone. I, that's why I still talk to a lot of guys now, but I also would have told him like, hey, you know, make sure that you're coachable. And what I mean by that is you're still a young guy. Like you have Alex in the room, like gravitate to some of the things that he's been through and, and, and utilize it as a mentor because, you know, he only had one year at Ohio State. And and all, a lot of that year was a lot of success. And he, what he didn't understand is the first time he really hit adversity was in Washington. And he didn't, he couldn't understand, you know, how to deal with some of the losing. He couldn't understand like when you're a big yeah. target in that city, when you don't win, like everyone comes for the quarterback, but you got to be able to channel that in and be able to say, Hey, I got to be able to block the outside noise and focus on what's in the locker room and focus on what I need to do to improve as a player to help my team win on Sunday. Regardless of what's going on around me, I got to make sure that I do my part. And I think he kind of, he, he, he didn't have the right people in his ear. I just feel like he needed that yeah. mentor and that kind of the, the people that could talk to him. I just feel like he didn't have that. I knew it was over Jay when I seen the plats in his head, like, Listen,
3: (laughs) it's just certain things quarterback like it's only one Lamar Jackson. Like it's always going to be this one person that can kind of bend the wheel. But you also got to take on the identity of your city. Baltimore is greedy. The wire was shot in Baltimore. They don't care about their quarterbacks having plats in their head. But this is Washington, (laughs) D.C. When I saw that, they just told me that he ain't focused on being a leader of these guys. He's focused on being one of them. And I knew that's when it was going to go sideways.
1: Yeah, yeah was so you a focused-
4: quarterback.
1: Yeah, go ahead, chick. No, I'm saying he was more focused on being a brand than being a quarterback in the National Football League, which is what we saw. We saw him the first game he won. What's he doing before the game's over? Taking a selfie. I mean, what? You're an All NFL right. player, dude. What are you doing? I get it, you're young, but you can't do that. And so here we are. It's a game that is they can win and get in, and we're talking about Dwayne Haskins, who's no longer on this team, Jason. This guy was waived on Monday, mm-hmm. cleared waivers, Clear yeah. waivers. Nobody's like, nah, we're good, because they've seen what's on tape. They've heard, blah, 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 and we're still talking about Dwayne Haskins when the, the Burgundy and Gold have a, a game tonight. Do you think that, that Haskins – me and Fred – and by the way, if you don't know Jason, that, that's uh, Cy in the top corner there. He's uh, he's our producer, Cy Fenwick. We call him. He's call Amish. The Amish man. No, no, man. No, he's not actually he Amish. But... The rest of the All right.
2: <laughs>
3: yes. He's got a, hey, yeah, if anything, a and buggy.
2: This is not an Amish beard. What is this?
3: Like what? Oh, no, this is Andrew that's... Luck right there. This is a totally <laughs> how beard. I, how I don't understand. You look, look like. like Andrew Luck. Though. Oh no.
2: <laughs> oh. oh lord. You got to talk, you
0: you
1: you you oh, you you talk out of your you got to talk out of your chest. Um, so, so here we are. Do you think, do you think that Dwayne Haskins and me, I was, was going to say that me and Fred have been in his corner, uh, for a great portion of his career. And we definitely wanted him to do well this year when he got the chance that did not take place. And he kind of proved to us. It, he doesn't have the metal right now. He's got physical talents out the wazoo we got that, but he doesn't have the mental uh, capacity right now to, to just take the job where it's supposed to be. Do you think I think he deserves a third chance. I'll say third, um, but do you think that that if he does have the right people in his corner, that he can be a bona fide quarterback in this league?
4: Well, I say this, chick. I say uh, you know, for Dwayne, this is a time that he needs to look himself in the mirror and see like exactly what are the things he did wrong and be honest with himself. Like, don't you know right. let someone try to sugarcoat you or you know try to do things to make you feel emotionally good about you know, where you're at right now. No, you should look yourself in the mirror and say, a lot of this is self-inflicted. You know, you know, like you can't control a lot of things that went through last season, coaching changes and everything, but a lot of stuff that he got in trouble for was off the field. And, and some of the things that you hear about, you know, just want to stay out, not staying out to practice or, you know, not engaging with teammates and, you know, like just getting in trouble, you know, breaking some of the rules, like as a quarterback, you're always held to a different standard. And, you know, SC. you can't be like the DBs. Fred to say DBs are a little wild. You know, YRC was a little wild. You know, it, everybody else on the team, they, have, they can do some of those things. But you are looked at differently. You are a CEO pretty much of a football mm-hmm. team. And hopefully, you know, he looks at this and say, hey, you know, I got to mature in a lot of areas of my life because a lot of the things he did were just strictly from immaturity. And, and not having those people, like I said before, in his corner being honest with him. You can have a lot of yes people around you, but if you don't have someone to tell you like, hey man, you, you, you need to like really step it up. Like you need to, you know, the things you're doing you know it's going to hurt you more than just like i did you,
3: you jason and when i seen you stepping out of line and we was in the locker room and you had on the wrestling draws i pull you to the <laughs> side and i said you can't do that not as our leader you can't do that all right and after that what did you do you left them draws jason town. how did you deal with this
2: guy how did you deal with this guy as your teammate
4: hey, hey you gotta have a ton of vision when you're dealing with fred you know yeah, saying so you exactly. gotta know who you talking to and what you're dealing with you know like like Fred was heading out all kind of wars during the season, you know. He, he stand beside the bus and, and and look at people come on the bus with with, with what kind of suit the they war. got on. They got a dead man suit on. They got a you know a suit for you know a senior hall or something. You know, he, he always cracking jokes man on award. folks. The the boy. Uh, he made football fun though. I, I say this: you got to have teammates like Fred on the team because you know when you're going through some rough times. You got to be able to laugh. And uh, I think Fred did a great job. of keeping He does team, do a good um, job of that. that
2: aspect. Yeah, he's well, good hey, at that.
1: Hey, hey, when you say tough times, anytime that your head coach is Jim Zorn, those, <laughs> those are tough times.
4: They set us up. A yeah, thing. we went through <laughs> some tough times. Anytime that you uh, go get a, a bingo caller off the couch, you know, he <laughs> comes in and and call games on Sunday. It just hired him on Monday. <laughs> You know, you know, it's some hard times. It's so crazy, though. I do for a lot of yours that you're even with it all the chaos is. going on uh, yeah. and uh, and everything. So, you know, I just try to keep myself just moving forward and not focus on things I couldn't control.
1: Let me tell you this: uh, so we would do on Mondays, we would do um, the interview with the coach on Comcast mm-hmm. SportsNet. So we have we have the coach live. We did Shanahan, we did Zorn, and so what we're doing Zorn, and I forget what week it is. They brought in the old bingo caller, uh, what Sherm. Yeah, Coach yeah, Sherman.
3: Sherman Lewis. Hemsley is what yeah, I call Sherman
1: him. Lewis. He, he, bingo. Sherman yeah, Lewis. bingo.
3: Sherman Lewis. yeah, Bingo Sherman Lewis. I used to call yeah. him Sherman Hemsley off of A man cuz he looked <laughs> oh just like.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> so, you know, it, it it gets out that he's been calling bingo games. And so, before the live shot, this is on a Monday after a game, I you know, he sits down before we go live and I say, "Look, coach, I'm going to have to ask you about Sherman Lewis, you know, calling plays." You know, and the fact that he was a bingo caller the week before. And he looks at me before we go on the air and he goes, well, what do you want me to say to that? <laughs> and I'm like, nothing, but I have to bring it up because that's yeah, that's the question on every fan's mind. All right. So live on the air, we get through the first couple of game questions. And I said, coach, I got to get your rea- reaction to Cherm Lewis, uh, who uh, is calling plays this week. Last week he was calling bingo, you know, I mean, how do you, how do you process that? And he just looks at me and he says it out loud. He goes, what do you want me to say? Because yeah. my hands are tied.
3: And it's hey, like, man, sometimes oh, it's just, that it's it. nothing you can say. It's,
4: yeah. it's, right. That's the same thing he told me when he came in there. He said, man, he said, in all my years of coaching uh, football and everything, he said, I've never, ever seen a player in this type of situation where, you know, you're dealing with so much chaos. He was just like. I really hadn't even had an opportunity really to really even speak to your head coach. He said, because, you know, Jim Zorn was kind of upset about the whole ordeal of him coming in there. And, right. Uh,
1: right. and, he was and, a and now this
4: guy's calling plays and he was just like, well, what do you like? He was like, you know, we'll try to get you in some plays oh my and everything God. You enjoy. So you're talking about like two people really not even communicating, oh, but one's God. in a booth and he got to call the plays down to the other and he gotta relay it into me. Hey, so hey, I'm the hey, third person boys, to find out what's boys, going y'all on. all chill out, I'm working. <laughs> and this is the wow. stuff you always have to deal with, man. And it was just frustrating, but uh, you know, I, I appreciated Sherm because Sherm was honest and uh, you know, yeah. he just kind of broke it down like it was. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, Jim Zorn, it took him about two to three weeks before he just said, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna be able to scratch him. I just buy into what we gotta do and uh, we'll yeah. work together.
1: Yeah, that's tough. I mean, Jim Jordan's hiring alone was bizarre. You come in as mm-hmm. a, as an OC, and then you hey, go back home, put a suit on, come back, and then hire as a head coach. That right. make that made no damn sense. But see, it this sense. is the
3: equation that they never put in with college athletes. Your your career is based off of what are you exposed to. So when you expose a player to four or five different offenses, by the time he's in his fifth, sixth year. How do you think he's going to scream together year after year after year? Change is bad for players. That's why if Dwayne going to get his career together, it's going to be somewhere like Pittsburgh. Like somewhere that's already got a yeah, coach. He going to say <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah, he said he's uh, Pittsburgh. Kevin Yep, yep. So somewhere that I already got something put together that he got a standard that he got to live to. And I don't see him going to any script clubs in Pittsburgh because even I couldn't find one. And I have looked all over the United States. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're a Hall of Famer when it comes to that. You're a Hall man, of
4: Famer. I, I'm a good time coordinator. Right? Like, like, this is what Dwayne got to do, man. Dwayne got to look at himself and say this. Look at Antonio Brown situation. Antonio yep. thought he was riding on cloud, cloud nine. Yep. And when he got knocked down that. here, and when he figured out he wasn't bigger than the NFL, Humble. now what? You don't even hear Antonio saying that. He should go to work, do his job. He just he's had almost 200 yards today. We ain't heard a word. He had two hours right. Exactly, because he's matured now. He's understanding, like, man, this is my livelihood. I get one more shot at this. Like, Dwayne's going to get another opportunity. He's too talented not to get another opportunity. But when he get that opportunity, it's going to be slim pickings short like, leash the leash is, is short you know just sure. because the nfl is fraternity and you know that like sometimes mm-hmm. you look at some guy you like man how this guy still in the league because it's a fraternity but mm-hmm. if he can get in there he can show some maturity and uh when he get this next opportunity man he got to hit the ground running and it's not just about what he's doing so much on the field but he got to show maturity in the weight room in the locker room yeah. you know film yeah. room just showing that he wants to be in the NFL. You know, I'm just not here to collect the check, but I want right. to be in the NFL because I want to be a great football player.
1: Right, not showing like he did last week when he walked out on the field, trying to dap mm-hmm. up Taylor Heineke, just because he saw Chase Young do it. That was a complete farce. Uh, by the way, and you're right, uh, Fred, Antonio Brown, 11 catches, 138 yards and two touchdowns uh, today. All right, I ain't so heard ton- word from him. No, yeah. you're right. All right, so tonight's game, we got Washington and Philadelphia. At Lincoln Financial Field, Jason Campbell. And it's the comeback story of the year in Alex Smith. Uh, Obviously, just playing football is ridiculous. Had the calf injury in the same leg, missed two games. He's getting the start tonight. He'll have Terry McLaurin. I've seen some video of McLaurin, by the way, already on the field. I don't think he looks so good. Uh, But it will have Antonio Gibson uh, in the backfield as well. If you are the Washington football team, what's your gut tell you about what this team does tonight?
4: Yeah, I was telling people last week, man, I said last week's game was a game I thought they should have won. Uh, you know, you got to take care of your home field, especially with the playoffs on the line. You got to be the team that you should be. And now you're putting all your eggs in one basketball. You got to go on the road against a Philadelphia team who's starting a young quarterback who can run, who can cause a lot of problems. Uh, you know, nothing yeah. to lose and everything, the, the game by knocking you off and, uh, it is on Sunday night. And, uh, so this game is going to be one of those games where you got to see your real leaders you got to step up. Like you see chase young, you know, show a, show a lot of the last couple of weeks. I think, uh, Montez sweat, I think he's another guy that can, can step up tonight and cause some problems or hurts by jumping up, getting his hands on some balls. Yeah. Uh, I think defensively, I think these guys gonna come ready to play tonight. Like I said, I think the one thing for Washington is can their back end hold up with Deshaun Jackson and Ashaun Jeffers because they're gonna get a lot of one-on-one opportunities. Uh, because the way that they run that read option with Hurts, you got to put that eighth man in the box. So, you know, if you can win on the outside when you're one-on-one matches, I think that opportunity now if comes to Alex. Yes, Alex coming off a calf injury and you're not young anymore, so you don't recover as fast as you used to. Sure. I think it's gonna be very pivotal to see how he can move on that leg if he was to get pressure. Uh, in the pocket, and I think, uh, you know, that's gonna be a big key. And with McLaurin, we're not sure he's gonna play. And Fred can tell you this anytime you play on a wet football field, you have to change mm-hmm. your spikes. And when you change your spikes and your cleats, it, it, it does do a little something to your route run as far as like the oh, speed wow. and the adjustment. So, you know, if he can't go, then that means Cam Sims has got to have a big game, and Logan Thomas has got to be a big part of the offense tonight. Uh, and, and for Washington, to have an opportunity to score those points,
3: Jason. I must say, you're 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 your talent on TV and radio has really went from a uh, – I gave you a C-minus <laughs> early in your career. Now you are damn good with the mic in your face. You are, from the bottom of my heart, the Prince
4: of Soul Glow. Thank you, brother. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey Fred, I, I appreciate that, man. Any compliment I can get from Fred. But Fred is still upset that I beat him out for All-State in Mississippi. So, oh, yeah. oh yeah. In shots fired.
3: I was telling y'all when I was young, yeah. Jason – was my backup, all right? at the all-state <laughs> basketball team at Port Gore, but to say that he was my backup, I'm older than Jason, so that says a lot that he was already ranked that high and young. Uh,
1: so, so Jason, how good a ball
4: baller was Fred? Oh, no, Fred was a baller. You know, anytime you can, you can yeah, he's a, he was a baller. You my know, my I high school you know is really right a best To stop all that fighting down there, so they, so they can have a football team this year because half of them gonna be suspended the season starts.
2: <laughs> Smoot scared to play me one on one, so. I don't take
3: I don't take take advantage of my elders. I try to make sure when I play competition, I play with people like Jason so we can really get out to each other. You know what I'm
1: saying? By the way, Amish is not older than you. Um, (laughs) uh... (laughs)
4: He looks older than me. I do not look older than you. No, he does. He does. does You you look like like the guy who played for the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, Yo, Luka uh, Doncic? Yeah. Like I'll take that. Yeah. Oh my god. I'll take that. No, That's look, better than no, Amish. He, he I'll look look take like, that. No, he looked like
3: a poor man's Luka Doncic. I'm talking about <laughs> no no. <laughs> my God.
1: Um, I thought that Washington's quarterback situation was was bizarre. No, Philadelphia. Carson Wentz, he's a healthy scratch tonight. My man is gone. He is yeah, they owe him 75 million. 75, they owe 75 million.
3: 75 million.
1: Yeah,
4: Carson Wentz head was gone when they put a statue of Nick Foles up close well, to the locker room. when the And then when they drafted Jalen Hurts, from a quarterback standpoint, you're already mentally challenged in a lot of different ways. And when you get hurt and you see somebody else come in and lead the team to the Super Bowl, and then right. they put a statue of him up, and this guy's still playing in the league. And then I would say you draft another quarterback in the early second, second round.
1: Mentally you know, mentally,
4: up. it goes to show you that he's checked out. And uh, yeah. his only opportunity is for him to go somewhere else and have a the, fresh the start. Coach. But, like for instance, he's he still getting coach. seventy-five million dollars. Yeah. So you know, sometimes yeah. do you pay these quarterbacks too early, or do you? Or you know, it's just it's a question to be seen because you know financially he can't be worrying about anything because he's set. Yeah. But right. from a mental standpoint, for him to be a scratch tonight, like yeah. that means he tried to be a good teammate and that couldn't work for him. Like his feelings is hurt. It's like your girlfriend breaking up with you and, and get with someone else. And you got to sit here and watch this. That's what he's making like he feel I'm right talking right. about day one of your teammates. Every time y'all go on a trip, here right. she What you doing <laughs> up in here? Huh? That would uh, happen.
1: By the way, on Facebook, having,
4: so, so, you know.
1: On Facebook, somebody says, when are we going to talk about Mississippi State? Oh, we're not going to talk about Mississippi State. That's fine.
3: Y'all can't y'all can't bother me because I know one thing. Uh, Right now, in the that's- NFL, it's more prevalent Mississippi State Bulldogs than it is oh. prevalent Auburn Tigers. Would you, would you, what do you think football? about
2: that brawl, though? What do you think all about the right, brawl? what
3: about Alabama? You look at our pros compared to Alabama pros, they ain't got a chance with us. They can't play with Chris Jones. They can't play with Fletcher Cox. They can't play with Simmons. Uh, sweat. Like, when you put an all-Mississippi State team together, that Auburn can't play with us. Alabama can't play with us. 2 end quarterback, that ain't going to work. Right, how come we day, beat y'all
4: every year? Hey,
3: hey, hey, I ain't got y'all don't beat us every year, Jason. When I was we in beat school, every year, We was Alabama. When I was in school, I never lost to the SEC. When I was in
4: school, it was three and
3: one.
1: When y'all were in against school, me? that was like a long time ago, by the way. Well,
3: guess what? I never <laughs> lost again.
1: 1970. So how you feeling? <laughs> What's this about? See how the college roots still run deep, and these are two, two Mississippi guys, by the way. What's
4: yeah, so crazy right? dude. I root for Mississippi State because my brother played for State. I have to so. say, Jason's brother
3: played at State before uh, before uh, I did. Yeah. So okay. Jason was coming out, we thought we had Jason guaranteed. Really? So he, he sold his devil to the warrior. That's <laughs> what he did. He <laughs> sold his soul.
1: Sold sold. What, what position did your brother play? Linebacker. Linebacker.
3: Yeah. Wow.
1: Oh. Uh, can we, can we hmm. talk about tonight's game, for God's sakes, you guys? Man, the game is on. <laughs> We're supposed to
3: be watching the game now.
1: Wait a minute. Game is 8-20. 8-20 start.
2: Smoot doesn't get time. Smoot doesn't understand time.
1: He does. No 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 concept of time whatsoever. <laughs> no. Um all right, Jalen Hurts. Uh an unknown commodity from the standpoint of not a whole lot of tape on him, Fred Smoot. Yeah. So, he can create a problem for guys like you who keeps a play alive in that backfield.
3: Now, nah, he just make you as a defensive back keep your eye off of him and keep your eye on your man unless we zone blitzing, which that's what a coach like Greg would do against a guy like him. Zone blitzing. And he more he more Russell Wilson than he is Lamar Jackson. Very smooth runner. Not the Mm -hmm. fastest, not the biggest, but also got some baseball player in his background, can throw from every um angle, and he's fearless. He's played in all the big uh, championship games. He's uh been up for the Heisman. He's a guy, he's a work-hard guy. He seems to have the post of that locker room. Uh, and when the play break down, it's still a chance with him. Now right. you got to ask yourself, this defense has been great. Who haven't we been great against? Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray. Like So we seem to not do well against the quarterbacks that get outside the pocket and extend plays. Now i got to put that in Jack Del Rio's lap. What is he going to do with the pen and the pencil against uh, Peterson and the rest of their coaching staff that's going to be different than they used to seeing from this Washington defense? Hmm.
1: And, Jason, um, there's a guy on this franchise called Chase Young who has – I think he's kind of solidified the defensive player of the year honors Uh, 15 years and two days ago, a guy named Sean Taylor in Philadelphia sealed the deal with a fumble return for touchdown to send the Washington franchise to the playoffs. When you look at a guy like Chase Young from your quarterback position, what kind of problems does he present you?
4: Yeah, Chase, first of all, he's a power guy. You know, he can get up under guys, uh, you know, shoulder pass and he has a great rush. You know, he got he got a good up and under. Uh the one thing he does, he's he's lonely. And uh when I say that is, you know, he he has a, a net to reach for the ball. Like you see mm-hmm. a lot of guys that try to go completely for sacks. You already see in his kid, in this kid's young early age that he goes for the knockout ball. Like, he go, he, he tries to hit the ball while he's trying to make a sack. Only a few defensive ends are able to think that way and react at the same time. He's one of those type of guys. And, you know, ultimately, Philly's going to have to know where he's at at all times of the field. I think they're going to try to put him in a position where they do run some read stuff at him to make him have to see if he's going to chase the quarterback or he's going to take the bat. Uh, like Freya was saying, this is a game where, for me, your linebackers got to be on their keys because you can't get caught looking in the backfield. and let let the tight end get behind you, who had a ton of catches the first time that Washington played Philly. And uh, so you got to make sure you stand on your man. If you got got the running back, stick with the running back. Don't try to be the hero and come back and make a tackle on Jalen. And all of a sudden he pitched the ball to the running back, he's going down the sideline. And if you're a DB, like Fred said, you can't get your eyes caught up in the backfield. You know, Washington has given up a lot of plays uh, earlier this year on deep balls in the first half. In the second right. half, they always do a better job of responding after they go into halftime. But they have got to flip that in their mindset. They cannot get behind tonight, 14-0, to with the playoffs on the line because now you're putting all that added pressure. You need to come out there and play relentless and uh, and not get beat deep. Like, like force Jalen to have to beat you at accurate throws. Don't, get, don't just let guys go by you because you know they're going to take some shots with Deshaun.
3: Yeah, DJ. Everybody forget the G, DJ equation. He's not getting any slower now. Now, no, he can't, not. his body ain't staying put together like it used to, <laughs> but he's not getting any slower. And that's what they want to do they want to make us play from behind because we've done it all year one of the few games that we've been front running and that's when you get to see defense and pass rushes go play football is when you actually got the lead Philadelphia was one of those games where we got up and we got to see this pass rush really get after some people so mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking to see can we score early and I want to see this d line play with a lead so they can just so we can let the dogs loose
1: all, right. all right so so here's here's the funniest thing for me tonight and Fred already mentioned it for four years I covered Jason Campbell okay four years I stuck a microphone in front of his face ask a question and I'd get like 11 seconds of answer it was like he'd say his thing and he was done right I'm like i get done with interviews and I go look that quarterback just gave us nothing he's like this guy is so tight-lipped you listen to him right now I've seen you on NBC Sports Washington and I'm seeing you right here Waxing poetic, man. I wish you were that way when you were a player, but I understand it. <laughs> I understand it, you know, I, I get it, you know, coaches are like, hey man, don't give them too much shit away, blah, blah,
4: blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I mean,
1: you, you have, uh, you have evolved as a, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, oh, I, no, I can say man. some things.
4: Yeah, I can say something. Now back then they, they kept you on a the leash. They didn't want you to say <laughs> too much. They, they right. let you know before you get there. They yeah. don't give too much. You give them a little bit of, and, and go all, but uh, I understand like being on this side of it now, it is hard, you know. Like we try to dig some answers out of some guys, like sure. you know, and everything. But it is important that you learn how to communicate. And I think, uh, you know, me playing in D.C. and me playing out in California and a lot yeah. of these big cities, you know, it definitely prepped me for the, the what I'm doing now. So, uh, you know, but definitely though, like I said, man, I have so much that I could pass on to some of these young guys. But I reached out to. No, Haskins after he was drafted I reached out to him after he was benched um, okay you know but you can't force your what way you on the guys to ask questions like I said I don't want anything from these guys I just want right. to help them you know to see some things that maybe you didn't see as an early age or saw some things but you had somebody to tell you along the way and it got you through there you know I was right. able to play 10 years in the league you know and could have played more um, you know I was having a really good career out in Oakland broke my collarbone right but um, you know things happen and um, you know you just got to keep on. but I've always had mentors, Chick, and that's the thing. Like, you you can't know too much. And I think now right. so much is given to these kids as an early age mm-hmm. that they don't earn anything. So when it comes time for them to have to earn mm-hmm. something, they don't know how. The first thing they know how to Reach. do in college is, I'm going to transfer to another college. What they do in the pros is, I'm going to go be by myself. I'm not going to talk mm-hmm. to anyone. You know, so yeah. those are just things because you don't have, you don't know. You don't know any better. because like You don't have anyone trying to push you in that direction. So hopefully these guys find the mentors.
1: So you reached out to him. What was the response?
4: I didn't get anything, you know, so that's the thing. You know, response. you not get anything. So that's the thing. Like sometimes I don't know if these kids feel like somebody wants something from other, that's I don't the want bullshit. your money. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been able to do that successfully. I, I'm just trying to help another young did? kid that I see in a position where, you know, he's trying to get to that next level. You don't want the kid to waste the opportunity. Like you only get one shot to come through the NFL. You can make it a long career or you can have it to be a really short career. And, uh, you know, the way that he's going right now, you know, he's going to be in and out in three years. But wow. if, you know, if he can get himself together from a maturity standpoint and stop feeling like I'm up here, let me just bring it here and start to listen and just drive, then he has the opportunity. Like, he has the arm talent to stay in the lead for a while, especially with the offenses yeah. they run now. They kind of gear the offenses towards your talent. It used to be, no, you got to fit into the system. But now coaches are realizing, like, there's like eight to nine starting African-American quarterbacks now because they're not trying to change them. They're making the system to their ability. Where they used to try to make you fit the system, it's the opposite now. So it's such a great opportunity for these guys more so nowadays. Back then when I was playing and NAB and everybody else, we had to fit systems.
3: Damn it, Jason. Now you won't stop talking. (laughs) <laughs> I right, first we couldn't get you, we couldn't get you to talk, and now I can't get you to stop talking. But you, you told him right. But I don't understand why he would think somebody like you would want something from him. you. It ain't nothing that he's finna see that you haven't already saw. It ain't nothing that he he was first round. You was first round. Uh, he almost played for the next championship. They messed up with y'all and didn't give y'all a national championship. You've yeah. done everything that he's done. Why wouldn't he want to soak up that knowledge? And you're right, the new kids, the new millennials, because we give them so much so early, they never have to work for anything. They think they're right about everything, about mm-hmm. never wrong about anything. And then you want to you want to try to guard them from having to, to touch their fire to know it's hot. But sometimes they, they just have to do it.
4: All right. No, you're yeah, right, and, Fred, that's, and, and that's the difference between now and you no. Know, they always say like, "Oh man, older guys are just jealous because now these young guys get." No, that's not it. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure guys before us said we got way more than they got. You know, so yeah. it's gonna always be that way. But I was trying to talk to him from a mental standpoint of like how to play the game and how to do what you got to do to get teammates to be with you. But be real, you know, like some of the things I saw was just like, okay, he hadn't played football enough to understand because, like I said, he had that one year at Ohio State. And then he come to Washington. His first adversity was here, and uh, yep. and this is a major city. It can eat you up if you don't know how to deal with the media, if you don't know how to deal with like the confines of being a quarterback in in, in DC. And I think that uh, you know, I don't know if it was more pressure because he lived here and he grew up there, and you know his family here and one thing and, and everything. Then it gets to him, and then it makes him feel more nervous. Or because what got me was when he had a 300 yard game, but they lost to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. He was behind Lamar playing, you know, like, no, right. you need to get to the locker room, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and, and be upset a little bit about you just right. lost the game. Who cares about the 300 yards? You lost, you know, and right. then just go to show you like Chick was saying, you know, on the cell phone and then just, you know, it's just different things like that, man, that just shows you like, man, he just needs someone to just grab him. And, like, really, like, dig into him. But you can't just dig into somebody they're not willing to take the information to, though. So he's got to yeah. be willing to receive yeah. it if he wants to, if he really wants
2: to. Be and there. for the record, not all millennials are like that. And, frankly, I'm not even sure if he is a millennial, technically. But <laughs> no, so I have to so throw that he, out there. Uh, what's after millennial? I think it's Centennial. It's like Gen right? Z, Gen X, or Gen Z, something like that. I thought
3: like it was that. Centennial. Not Centennial.
1: Like, like
2: centennial. No, That's it's old old. Gen X or Gen Z. I can't remember which. No, it's one no, of those two. It's like,
3: like chick. See, chick appreciate that Jesus give him a free haircut week in and week out. You know, he, he don't get mad about that. He appreciate it. Hey, you know what? I ain't that's got two no days
4: problem.
3: growth. <laughs> I see, the, I see the stubby over there. I see you that's looking two stubby. Days, that's two days growth. Yeah, you don't have
4: uh, Clemson, Clemson colors on, but uh, you know, it's about no, like no, no, no. you know, it, you know, hey, chick. When you lose on the golf course, you don't just quit. You come back. I
1: come right back. I come right. Frickin' back is what I do because I know. Yeah, I heard Rock Cartwright, Rock
4: Cartwright, Rock being whipping you
1: though. No, no, no. Ask Rock the last time we played. Rock gave me two strokes, and he go and at the after I think I was three under after five holes. He looked at me and went, what "The hell is this?"
3: I'm like, hey, "It's just golf, man." What, no. what, what you know about Smooth Shambo? That's the I question. don't know. It is oh, Smoothie Smoot Smoot Smoot. Shambo.
1: Oh, okay. we got three minutes till game time. By the way, um, all right. So, give me your final thoughts here on. Tonight's game, it's Washington at Philadelphia, a chance to get to the playoffs the first time. It's a most bizarre season. We all get that. And here we are, Alex Smith, maybe Terry McLaurin in Chase Young for the Berlin goal, going against Jalen Hurts, Deshaun Jackson. I'll start with uh Mr. Um, let's give let's give Amish. Amish, who's Ravens, by the way, won thirty eight to three over the That was fun Bengals. to watch. Yep. That was fun uh, to watch. Mark Jackson, by the way, 10 of 18, 113 through the air, and 11 carries, 97 yards on the ground. was untouched, basically. He ran so smartly.
3: And um, you know, he's thrown no since he's been in the league. He's never threw an interception in the red zone. He's thrown amazing. 40, 49 touchdowns, zero interceptions.
2: Phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, Amish, who are you picking tonight? Washington football team. Against my better judgment, I'm going 24 17, Washington football team.
1: Twenty-four seventeen. right, Mr. Fred Smoot.
3: That sounds so – I've heard that somewhere before. But, What's of that? course, I'm going to go with the team with no name. I'll, I'm also going Washington, <laughs> but I think the key is going to play with a lot more spirit. I think they're going to come out and they're going to show that they really want this because they want to prove that not only are we going to the playoffs, but we got to prove to y'all that we belong. I hope you know the last team to get in at 79 was a Seattle team all right, that kind of made some noise and a Carolina Panther team that also made some noise coached by our quarter. I mean, our coach. So at the end of the day, I'm going to say we're going to go out there and put up the big 30 on these guys Ooh, tonight, 30. 30 to nine. They don't even score a touchdown. 30 to nine. Okay.
2: Smooth, you look like a hologram with that background. You like yeah, it's nice. in and I out. It's you. weird. Hey,
4: listen, uh, Mr. Jason like Campbell, a... Mr.
1: Jason yeah, Campbell. Mr. Jason Campbell. Yeah, I'm
4: going to go. I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, like, I, I think Washington defense is going to show up tonight. But I also think all, watching all these games today, the teams that are already out the playoffs have been giving trouble to the teams that are trying to fight, and win, and get in the playoffs. So, right. I think Washington going to eventually pull this out 20 to 17 tonight uh, In a in a in – a, drag drag out. I just think it'll be maybe a 10 to 7 game at halftime Washington wins the 2017.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go 27 to 20 Washington a winner over Philadelphia. If Washington doesn't win, the Giants are in at 6 and 10 first time in NFL history that a team makes the playoffs at six and ten. But guess Jesse, what? Guess me. That means
3: we get the draft Kyle Pitts. I love Kyle Pitts. He's a souped up, faster version of Shannon Sharp. He's 6'6, 255 pounds, the tight end for Florida. He is a weapon. Mark my
4: word. I do smooster dummies do this every year. I tell yes, you does, who yes. the ball
3: is going to be <laughs> Kyle Pitts, perennial. Why promo. wouldn't you go
4: after Devontae Smith? You can put him opposite of McLaurin. They got two, two stud receivers no, out no, there. No,
3: no, no. That's just like me buying sports cars and getting two Lamborghinis. I don't need that. I need something that's a mixed match. You got a few uh, quarterbacks you can get in free agency, but you could probably have Alex I, for one I, more year. I, let me ask you something, quarterback. What would you have starting off? Would you rather have two number one receivers, a uh, number one receiver, and a number one tight end?
4: Well, the way the game is played now, you want a number one tight end to go Thank along you. with a number one receiver. Thank you, then. Because Kelsey, okay. look at the offenses that dominate. Right. They have a number
3: one receiver and legit, tight end they come to Kittles and the rest of those guys give me Kyle Pitts and you can have your Devontae Smith let him get the Heisman I'm fine with it I'm good I ain't really a a Alabama receiver guy
1: no you're not no you're not uh Jason great to catch up with you man what what are you up to these days besides uh several different media outlets
4: yeah besides tv and radio I just uh you know I, I enjoy trying to get out and do some home renovations I'm trying to You know, I I really enjoy, like, doing properties and uh, different things like that. But other than that, you can find me on podcasts. You know, you find me on IG, jcampbell17. uh, So, you know, I do NBC Washington. But at the same time, I do work for Auburn Sports Radio. So, I got a lot of different things I'm doing now. So, you know, I kind of enjoy it. Uh, Can't wait to try to play golf again. You know, had to get my knee right for a little bit. But don't worry, Chick, I'm coming back to D.C. to play you at Avonale.
3: Oh, that's what it is. That's yeah, why you know, That's why
1: you gained a little weight. I thought it was because your gluten intake It's the knee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's savage. Of gluten. That's hey. so wrong. That's <laughs> so wrong. Uh, uh, Jason, great to catch up with you, man. I appreciate you. Um, you know, we get to the playoffs. Maybe we talk again because uh, I like your insight. The game has started. Uh, we will be back here on Facebook and Twitter for the post game show. We're not doing halftime, by the way, fellas.
3: Yeah, no, no, we fine.
1: Yeah. We'll do post game. We'll come back and, uh, for the post game for those on, on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, for now, for Jason Campbell, Thanks, man. Appreciate you.
4: Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Uh, great to see y'all.
1: Spectacular after what Doug Peterson did. I just. Sudfeld?
2: Board, how, how do you go to Sudfeld? Jalen Hurts
1: is creating some problems for the Washington team. You're kind of waiting for that ticking time bomb. And then here comes Nate Sudfeld, former Washington One of the best
2: things that I've ever heard in my life was Jim Nance saying, what was that on that last drive Right (laughs) on a Sudfeld throw?
1: Chris Baker in the house.
2: Can you hear me, Chris?
0: I can hear you. Can you
1: hear me? Yes, indeedy. Uh, We're waiting on Fred Smoot to come in. He's coming back
0: from the bar somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> Quite possible.
1: So uh, joining us is Chris Baker, a uh, former Washington footballer um, who uh, well knows what the playoffs are like for this franchise, um, was there during the last time these football teams in the playoffs uh, and was on Twitter tonight. Absolutely going nuts, which I loved, by the way. I absolutely loved it. Uh, so bake, I'm sitting there drinking a Guinness the celebration beer. Mm-hmm. word word absolutely um so uh, g- give me your give me your initial thoughts here on this team winning the nfc east with a, a seven win season oh, he's breaking up now can you hear me chris yep he's breaking up he's moving around he's breaking up and now he's gone and now he's gone and it's like a oh, and maybe he's back
2: uh, he'll be back. Up, he's he's getting to a. I'm sure he's getting to a. Yeah, getting to better. A
1: it's like the
2: it's like the Eagles' offense.
1: It was there, then it wasn't. It was there, <laughs> then it wasn't.
3: Mm.
1: Oh, that's tasty. That is good.
2: No Bloody uh, Mary he, for you tonight?
1: No, no Bloody Marys. <laughs> All right, I'm looking on here. That's funny. Somebody on Facebook said I uh, uh, thought I was going to hear, "Do you believe in miracles from Al Michaels?" Well, that was not going to happen. Um, no uh well, lola says we actually did it that's a, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm stunned i'm absolutely stunned at it all to be quite honest with you
2: um yeah did not uh i i you do you know how much money we could have made if we had bet before the season if we had gone to vegas and bet on the washington football team making the playoffs how much money yeah. you could have made off I of what that the number
1: is i'm sure there's a i'm sure there's a way to get to it to see what they were before the season started
2: unbelievable um,
1: yeah, it's just uh, – it is unbelievable. Waiting on Fred Smoot, and hopefully Chris uh, Chris Baker will rejoin us here. Um, final numbers for the Washington football team. Alex Smith, 22 of 32 for 162, two touchdowns and two interceptions. Those were not good ones, by the way. The yeah. running game was absolutely horrendous. Uh, 103 yards total for Washington, 118 for Philadelphia. And passing – Philadelphia – They threw for 98 yards tonight. Yep, 98 yards. You could not have asked for a better scenario if you're a Washington football team fan, Um, although Jalen Hurts was going to be a problem. Uh, Hurts' numbers – let me get this out of the way for a second. Uh, Hurts 7 of 20 for 72 yards, one INT. Um, But his running was hurting people. Eight carries for 34 (laughs) yards. Well played. Yep. Uh, Let's see if – yeah. So um, I'm just – I'm stunned. I can't wait to see what – what Ron Rivera says, and I really can't wait to see what Doug Peterson says about that move to Nate
2: Sudfeld, benching Jalen Hurts. I made, is, What no was the? I I yeah. I have no words. What What the hell was that? That was so baffling. How uh, do you make know. that decision, especially with the Eagles, their season's lost? Might as you know, might as well see what you have in Hurts. Like I don't understand why I don't the reasoning. I don't. I don't understand.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at uh, tweets, um, <laughs> and I'm trying to search out Giants' uh, tweets. Uh, Darius Slayton, why on God's green earth is Jalen Hurts not in the game? That was uh, a while ago, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I mean, these the Giants must be just thinking to themselves, they had a chance. Giants did their part. They beat Dallas. They sat back and watched Sunday night football and then watched it just disappear.
2: Um, because they, yep. I'm sure
1: they thought they had a chance.
2: Yep. Uh, certainly. Meanwhile, uh, three AFC North teams made the playoffs with 10 or more wins, but we have a team yeah. here making the playoffs yeah. with.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you're on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube and you're watching, um, Chick Hernandez here along with Cy Fenwick. We call him the Amish man or Lightfoot. Uh, he's in, where are you at? Are you in Rockville?
2: Yep, in Rockville.
1: In Rockville, Maryland. I'm in Silver Spring, Maryland. And uh <laughs> here comes Baker again. Let's try Baker one more time. Get back to Chris Baker. All right, here we go, here we go. All right, we lost it for a little while. All right, try this
0: again? Yeah, let's go.
1: All right, here we go. Oh, look at him. got a sweatshirt Got a switch. Nice. Throwback. Very nice. So, dude, I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm looking at you on Twitter, and you're just, you're having a lot of fun with folks. It was awesome. Just give me your thoughts on, I'm sure you watched this team this year and what they went through. You got a you got a, a quarterback who nearly died two years ago, almost lost his leg. You got a head coach who was battling cancer during the season. You had a number one pick, a first-round pick quarterback waived on Monday, and here they are NFC East champs. I know that you guys, when you played, you had a circus. It was circus in your squad. I'm not sure what to call this one, but this was amazing.
0: Uh, it was definitely amazing. You know, um, when you're talking about fighting through adversity, uh, this team is the prime example for fighting through uh, adversity, uh, especially with the, the coach uh, going through all the things that he's went yeah. through with uh, cancer and then all the things that happened with Haskins. You know, a lot of us was rooting for Haskins, but uh, just from the outside looking in, you could tell he has a lot of maturing to do. Um, yeah. So it was it was definitely hard to see that happening. But, you know, uh the guys, stayed, they stayed together and just kept finding a way to, to get the wins that they needed to win. And um, at the end of the day, they won the NFC East, and that's all you can ask for. There's a it's chance to so go to the playoffs.
1: <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. And they're going against your old squad. The Tampa yeah. Bay Buccaneers are coming into town. By the way, uh, Washington has a home. They're hosting a game. That, right. this, it doesn't, doesn't compute. They're going to host really, the game next Saturday. 8:15. All you
0: got to do is win your division, man. Don't matter what the record is, man. Just win your division and get a chance. Everybody zero and zero starting on Saturday, so.
1: Yeah, it's true, and and with this defense, as you you played on and the position, this defense for Washington, that's not one you want to face. I don't care who you are, you don't want to face a team like that, uh, a unit like that in the playoffs because, man, they can wreak some havoc.
0: Without a question, you know, I feel like the playoffs really come to uh, the offensive and defensive line. You know, if the offensive line can uh, move the defensive line the away and create running lanes and protect their quarterback, then they're going to do good. If the defensive line is able to disrupt the offensive line and get after that quarterback and make plays in the backfield, then um, it's to their advantage. So, you know, our defense is really good, especially with our front seven, our front four, all first round picks. So the expectations are high and they're all they all have been balling man when you look at sweat uh game young um pain like everybody's making some type of play and it's it's really exciting to see
1: now that combo of Montez sweat and chase young and you could tell tonight even chase um where he didn't get to the quarterback a couple of times but the pressure that he put on on the outside you know yeah he broke through I mean, a lot
0: every pass play you have to be worried and you have to know where this guy is at because he's such a disruptive player. Any given play, he could be going for a, a sack, force fumble. He could be going and getting a a, a scoop, a fumble, and, and, and yeah. running back for a touchdown. You know, so even if he's not making sacks, he's hurrying up the the quarterback, getting them off the spot. You know, and to have a rotation of guys that can just keep coming in the production doesn't let off is, is is really amazing. Yeah, if you're getting double teamed
2: as a rookie, that's respect, right?
0: Oh, without a question, you know, yeah. Anytime you get in double team you now. It's definitely respecting, you know, he you have to watch him the whole game because it's like a constant chip going on or just, they're trying to scheme some way to s- slow him down. But, you know, he finds a way to keep getting off the edge and creating pressure.
1: I said it during our pregame show. We are 15 years and two days away from when Sean Taylor did it uh, in 2005.
0: Yeah. yeah, a little scoop and score and seal
1: the deal in Philadelphia. Uh, to get to the playoffs
0: man you're making me feel a little old man because uh 2005 was my graduation uh, year uh, <laughs> well, you know, we all grow up at some point i haven't yet uh, no. i haven't yet
2: well neither uh, has Smoot. obviously he's not here
1: <laughs> okay. Smoot had heading by the way uh, i don't know if baker knows uh, that's that's si by the way that's Sy fenwick <laughs> our producer
2: how you doing Cyrus? oh my man i'm doing well That's right
1: <laughs> that's right Thank you. that's right um so I, I would love to be a fly on the wall in the New York Giants, uh, I guess, cl- I guess exit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're watching this game tonight and they're thinking, okay, you know what? Still in it, still in it. And Jalen can do some things, might hurt them. And then all of a sudden here comes Nate Sunfeld onto the field. And it just, they must've just crapped themselves.
0: Oh my goodness. I, I have, I, there's no explanation that uh, I could come up with to see why, Peterson would you know make that switch at quarterback because it wasn't as if Jalen was playing bad I mean right. he, was, he was having a pretty good game and uh you know we made a good defensive player and rushed him and he missed that throw just by a, a couple inches right and then uh, on for Nate to come in the game and then like two straight turnovers is like well what the hell did you do that for you know what I mean but as a Washington fan I'm like hey great put Nate in let him mess it up and hey Let's win this NFC East, and and that's what happened. So I'm I'm not going to play enough as a fan, but it did suck to see uh, Jalen get benched, especially when he was playing pretty good.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense from from several standpoints. One, Jalen Hurts, young quarterback, trying to find his way. You want to keep seeing him play. You want to see him play in pressure situations. And then you pull him out, and I don't know what Doug told him other than, "Hey, dude, you're a guy, but I got to see your backup." I don't know if he did that. If he did that, I'm fine.
0: That's <laughs> what you do in the preseason, but not in a regular season game. I mean, there's right. so many guys in that locker room that has won, uh, that probably won the championship with the team. So they're not going right. out here <laughs> trying to lose games. And if you're really going to figure out what you're going to do as a team moving forward, especially with the disgruntled, uh, um. What's the other quarterback name? Carson Wentz.
2: Why didn't he dress? Carson yeah. Wentz.
0: Yeah. He's a, a healthy scratch. He's a healthy he, scratch. He, he, what he was, was that? Scratch. I don't know. And it's like if the relationship is really tarnished between him and the head coach, um, why wouldn't you see what kind of quarterback you have to go into the next season with? Like, it just it, it makes zero sense. Especially with how much money 80. they're
2: paying Carson Wentz. You'd think that... 75 <laughs> mil, dude.
0: Yeah. Like, 75 well. mil to to be a healthy scratch i mean that's yeah. just unbelievable it doesn't you know? make doesn't make any sense and um, then the so quarterback that you have to basically replace them for no felt <laughs> well, we
1: talked about it we talked about on the pregame show and uh you know we had jason campbell on the pregame show um, jc that's right and he said he said oh, well carson knew it was over when a, a statue of nick Foles was put up outside philadelphia stadium
0: i mean <laughs> it's terrible nick Foles is my guy i love him can't you yep. tell <laughs> Me and Nick Foles have a great relationship.
1: There you now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. What are you up to these days? What are you doing?
0: Man, I'm just relaxing up here in Connecticut. You know, I have my uh, trucking company here. So I've just been f- trying to figure out life after football, and I've been doing my logistics here. So, you know, it's been a blessing. You know, I played nine years in the NFL as an undrafted guy, and now it's yeah. time to turn the page. And uh, I'm, I'm loving this logistics. <laughs> how, how, uh, how old are your kids? Uh, my daughter is about to turn five uh, okay. in a couple of days, and my son is two. Okay, yeah, I remember when I remember when their daughter was born. Um, oh yeah, yeah. it was yeah. right before the playoff game when we played the Packers. That's right. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I can't wait to see what the New York Post headlines is tomorrow as to It's going
0: to be crazy. It's going to be, be crazy.
1: crazy. I mean, and... if you're in
0: that, if you're in that Philadelphia locker
1: room, you have to be. You know, when you watch Nate walk out of the field, you're like, dude, what are we doing?
0: What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, so many guys are gonna they're probably going to pull a Marshawn Lynch during a press conference. Next question.
1: Yeah, yes. I mean, if they're smart, if they're smart, they will. Um, right.
0: We saw a quarterback uh, for
1: Washington and Alex Smith, who still you can tell that calf injury, I think it's worse than they're going to really tell us. Uh, but he was, Without his question,
0: you know, I think he you know, just gutted it out this game. You know, big time. I, I feel like the adrenaline uh, just helped him get through. But you could tell every time they blitzed and made him roll out, he was uncomfortable. You could see when he walked back to the huddle that he was always wincing, like, damn, my hurt. Right. Um, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? True. And, yeah. So, you know, hopefully he could get it together. But if not, hopefully, uh, what's the other kid? Heineken? Taylor right Taylor now? Heineke. Yeah. Heineke. Yeah. Hopefully he could come in and give us a fresh boost if, if needed. But, uh, Hopefully our running game and our defense could get us through. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is al- along with
1: how crazy the season has been, he might be going as he did last week. He might be going to his fourth quarterback who played pretty well, by the way, uh, last week against Carolina to come in and and, and, and mop up for, uh, for Dwayne. Um, but this, I don't, I don't know what to expect. They do have a running game. Uh, this gives Terry McLaurin a few more days on that high ankle sprain uh, right. to get it better. Cause he is dangerous no matter what. Um well, to him and this, this new
0: tight end, and I love Logan this. Logan yeah. Thomas, dude. I that. He Former is, quarterback. Former he's quarterback. And he is a stud. I, I didn't think we will have another tight end like Jordan Reed again. But uh, this Logan Thomas guy has really he's, – he's been impressive. He's he, he definitely reminds me of someone like Jordan Reed. I feel like Jordan Reed was a little bit more shiftier and can do like a little wide receiver stuff. But this Logan Thomas has been stepping up all game. He's been doing good in the run game and in the pass game. I'm I'm, I'm impressed with him.
1: Yeah, and he's got a body that can take a hit as where Jordan Reed. Mm, not so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I mean, and, and Logan went up high for that ball. I think if, if Jordan oh, would have caught that ball, he'd have come back down and something would have snapped on his body.
0: Man, it, it, was, it was rough watching Jordan sometimes. He was such a great player, but we just knew – if it was a hard hit, he probably out of the game, man. But yeah. that's what fault, though. But it, it sucked, you know what I mean? Because you, you always want to a player like Jordan on your team because he was just so gifted. But mm-hmm. you just always feared for his safety. Like, even during camp, it was like, we want him to practice, but if he's going to get hurt, I'd rather him not practice than just playing the game. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I know we I'm have a, a playoff game exactly. coming up, but I yeah. do want to ask you, what do you think – the Washington football team should do with quarterback in the offseason. draft free agent. What, where do you see them going as far as the quarterback route?
0: Uh, that's a tough question. It is. Know, I'm not sure where we're going to be uh, placed in a draft to pick. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what our, our real pressing needs are as a team. Um, I think we could squeak through another year with Alex Smith if he could get healthy. Um, I would like to see him groom another quarterback if, if possible. Um, I would I would like to get, like, a quarterback maybe in the second, third round, someone who we can yeah. really turn the price over to, but not go out on a limb and get another first-round pick and they have to redshirt him in a, in, a, in a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, there, there's a lot of options that we can do. You know, um, the running back had came out of nowhere. I think he was a low-round draft pick or something like that, yeah. and he's been balling out. So, you know, it's – uh, I don't know how the offensive line is holding up. You know, anytime you lose a guy like uh, Trent,
2: yeah, it's, it's hard yeah. to find
0: somebody to replace a left tackle, and uh, your left tackle is, is the cornerstone of your offensive offensive uh, of scheme. You know, yeah. because if he can block the the, the blind side for the yeah. quarterback, you're going to have a long day. You know what I mean? So yeah. So they put of, uh, they
1: they just gave an extension to the center uh, Chase Ruijerd till twenty
0: twenty four. Yeah, he's um, he, he's been solid, man. Him been and, solid.
1: Yeah, he's right next to
0: Brandon Sheriff. I mean, that that host having sheriff right next to you. <laughs>
1: no, no, no question. Um, so I'm looking at Twitter tonight, and then all of a sudden, Will Blackman starts tweeting and you start chiming in. <laughs> so I got to hear the story. I know part of the guy played, I played.
2: <laughs> oh, here we go. I played, oh, I quarterback. played Golf
1: with uh, Jay Gruden a couple years ago, and he explained to me what took place at the end of the half. Uh, and he said, he gave me the truth about. Certain guys weren't going to run this play. They said, screw that. I'm not playing. I'm not doing this. And Kirk has no idea this is taking place until he gets up to the line of scrimmage. So just tell me what transpired in one of those games where, you know, what I read. You're okay. Ready? So uh, we was yeah,
0: go ahead. We was getting ready to clinch uh, the NFC East. Uh, I, I think it was the same situation that the guys just played in today. And um, I think, I don't know how much time was left. but it's probably like under 10 seconds. And we called a timeout. We had no more timeouts left. And there was a big argument between the wide receivers and Coach Gruden. They wanted us to just kick the field goal, take the points, going in and the a half. Gruden is like, hey, we got another shot to score a touchdown possibly, so we're going to run one more play. It's going to be a fade out the end zone or, you know, just something where the, the clock is going to stop if it's an incomplete pass we go in and kick the right. field goal. You're talking
1: Pierre and Deshaun are, are the ones that are wide out. Yeah, so yeah. –
0: it's a huge argument going on, like, in the middle of the timeout. Like, kick the f- field goal. No, we're going to run this play. And then next thing you know, they call a play, they line up, and Kirk takes a knee with no timeouts on, like, the three-yard line. So we are pissed. I mean, everybody's pissed. The guys on defense is pissed. Like, what the f- are y'all calling? Like, how dare you not kick the ball or, or, or have a, a design play call? Right. So we're going to the halftime, and it's like royal rumble in there. Half the players want to kick the coach's ass. I mean, it was wow. crazy. Deshaun Jackson caught an asthma attack. I mean, <laughs> it was crazy. We had to literally hold the guys back from fighting the damn coaches. But it was so oh funny, God. yo. We, like, after, I think oh. that whole halftime, I don't even think we went over halftime adjustments. Justice. It was just straight arguing, and then Fair at argument. some yeah. point, we are just like, hey, we got to go out here and win this game in the second half. Let's do this and you know we we got together and came out there and had a great second half, but that halftime was the funniest thing ever. Now, Wait. looking back, not at the time
1: though. <laughs> not at the time. No, I mean I think <laughs> you know when when Jay finally told me, you know it's in the off season and he's telling me and he go, he goes he goes you remember that play at the end of the half when Kirk basically just took a knee?
0: Yeah.
1: I'm like yeah. He's like he goes he said to me both his wideouts said we're not in the huddle said we're not running that. We're not running. Right. we running the route. He that, said he took the he took the snap and he yeah, looked up and he saw baby. nobody move. And at that point, he's like, "Uh."
0: When he hiked the ball, Pierre and DJ neither one of them moved. They was like, "I can't believe Coach really gonna do this." Shit. And then ain't right. you know what to do. He just took a knee. Took a and... knee. And, and I think Jay. I think
1: Jay had to was Jay was arguing with Deshaun or 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 trying to calm him down.
0: One of the I yeah, it was Jay. it was him and Pierre because they were told wow. they told. Coach Gruden, not to run a play, just take right. the points, let's go in the halftime, let's like, just get these points. We don't need to try and force another. But I felt like, honestly, just as a football player, I felt like we had a chance just to run, you know, a, a quick back shoulder fade play. Yeah, and if it don't work, time. then, you know, you kick the um you kick the field goal. But others had different opinions, then, yeah, it got <laughs> kind of ugly. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing. That's what I said about the circus. And this is the kind of a different circus, And Ron Rivera is not playing around. That's why he waived Dwayne Haskins on Monday and said, I can't deal with this anymore. You know, and I think he gave him enough opportunity. Um, And as we said on the pregame show, I hope that he gets the right people around him um, that can advise him correctly. And he's got to kind of, you know, readjust how he thinks about what he wants from the game and what he wants from life. uh, Because he's got physical skills. Um, But back to this
0: I was saying the same thing, you you know, like when you talk with your friends and, you know, you, especially as an African-American, I always want to see our quarterbacks have a chance and go out there and and, and, and do well. Right. And to, and to see, you know, the immature uh, acts that he had. I mean, he is a young guy, so that's kind of with the territory. But at the end of the day, you're a professional athlete. You're getting exactly. millions of yeah. dollars. And there's an expectation, especially as a quarterback. Sure. That you have to uh, up up to you know what I'm saying yeah,
1: yeah. I mean the bottom line is your 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 head coach is you know is a is battling cancer and you have fifty two other guys in the locker room and we're in a COVID protocol you can't right. put anybody else who then goes home to their families to their parents to their kids that's you know I, I don't care how young or old you are you've there's a brain in there and if you're paying like attention any, at all to right. what's going on in our, in our country you
0: know right. And um, even if it's not like the, uh if it wasn't COVID, you know, it wouldn't be a problem. But the fact that we're going through all this COVID stuff and you know how dangerous this uh right. disease is, there's no reason to put yourself at risk, whether you went to a strip club or had the strippers come to you or had a, it, there's no need for that, especially as a starting quarterback and you <laughs> uh, you just lost your job and then you got it back and then you go do that after a loss. It was like, come on. Ridiculous. Bro.
1: All right, so Tom Brady and the Buccaneers come to town next Saturday. You're a defensive player. You know that you're facing a guy who is probably deemed one of the top three quarterbacks in NFL history. Is that fair?
0: No question. Okay. You know, Tom Brady. As soon as you mention his name, you got to mention goat. You know, because right. there's okay. Especially during our time, it hasn't so, been a so, big. All right,
1: so you're you're a defender. You're coming, You're going against him, and everybody said at the beginning of the season, well, he's gone to Tampa, and he's 43. Well, f- the way he's played this year and some of the games he's had, I mean, I don't. I haven't seen a drop off. So, tell me if you are Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator of the Washington football team. How are you trying to attack, or as a player, how would you like to attack a Tom Brady offense?
0: We got to get him off the spot, you know. If you let him sit back there and, and pat the ball, you know, he's going to find the open guy. You know, you have to get pressure up the middle on Tom Brady. And and the few times that I played against him, um, and we had success against him, uh, we had like a lot of double-A gap blitzes and we, we pushed the middle of the pocket and made it, it, made it really uncomfortable for him. But so he does get, get rattled time, when he gets hit, right? right if you even if you don't sack him you just touch him you know it, it messes him up so you just have to find a way to just just keep being a nag like like a little fly to just in someone's ear you just have to be annoying to him all, all the game and that really pisses him off but if you give right. him time with all those weapons he got he got groc he got uh Chris yeah. Godwin he got Mike Evans you got a b yeah Mike um, Evans the running back is, is a hell of a player you know what I mean so yeah. They got a or lot Nett, of weapons, you got so if give him time, he's gonna pick you up. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and Antonio Brown, too. I mean, that's they got a lot of freaking weapons. Mike Evans bothers me because he's a big, big guy. But what was what, well, bright...
0: hopefully, he could come back from that injury. Yeah, he had, a, yeah. Uh, he, he had yeah. a bad knee injury. Fingers I crossed. Just, I think he had a knee extension. Oh, today,
2: yeah, it was a non contact injury. So, oh, too. I missed it. I missed that. Sorry, yeah, he got carted off.
0: For our sake, I hope he's out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of the bright
1: spots for that uh, the the Washington defense, not only is that front line, but the DBs. Kendall Fuller's having himself a heck of a year, and Cameron Curl is playing his ass off. Yeah, that's right. The safety, it's been right? different. They've had yeah. some some studs stepped up and played, and you know can make plays against a Tom Brady who might, with all his the study he does, he looks for tendencies. Right, looks at the guys. I don't think. You can glean a tendency off of a Cameron Curl yet because, uh, you know, as much tape as you want to look at. Right. He's just a different cat and he's making instinctive Instinctive moves, right?
0: Yeah, but, you know, the the one thing that I feel like a lot of uh, defensive coordinators try and do with Brady, but he's seen it all, is is they try to do a lot of disguise and coverage. Um, So you just got to – you can't get too cute with disguising and then someone forgets their assignment. But if you could show something – that's really not what you're playing and, and play something else after the ball is snapped, you know, it, it'll definitely confuse them. And as long as that defense line can get after them, you know, you can switch it up on the back end, but you have to be on the same page every play. Cause as soon as you make that mistake, Brady's going to find that open person.
2: Does Tom Brady really complain to the refs as much as people like to, Talk Hell about. Oh yeah,
0: dude. Watch the game. Uh, I, need, if this, I if do. I, the ball
2: that's what I thought. I just around. wanted to hear it from you or from basically <laughs> anybody who's actually played him.
0: Oh, man. He, he's always, come on. Oh, God.
2: He, he's he, such a crybaby.
0: He, <laughs> <reps. laughs> he goes after those reps. If, if he <laughs> throws that ball and his receiver's falling on the ground, he's calling for a pass interference. He's pissed <laughs> oh, that he didn't get that call. Oh, so. He definitely goes after the rep, <laughs>
1: Okay, so your call, and I know I know it's going to be a call from the heart, but you have uh, the Washington defense, which is really good, uh, top three in the league, um, top two against the pass against Tampa Bay. The like, big question mark is what kind of offense, what kind of quarterback is going to be under center for Washington. But what's your what's your gut tell you about a team coming to FedEx Field? And while I'd like to say that's great. It's never been a great spot or home field advantage, and there's no fans anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. So, what's your what's your call next Saturday?
0: Hey, I'm going Washington with the win. You know we've we've come close the last couple of times, and this has been the year of the underdog winning a lot of games. Yeah. And I feel like with the the hungry d- defense that we have, we're going to come up with those uh, key stops um, and and, f- and find a way to beat Tampa. Um, our defense is hungry. Our defensive line is probably uh, something that Tampa Bay really hasn't seen all year, outside of when they probably played the Saints. But they don't have four dogs up front. You've already yeah. got to worry about one or two. Um, so hopefully we, you know, we, we can get it down front and 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 get after Brady and make him frustrated. And then on the other hand, hopefully we can run the ball down Tampa's throat. But they have a really good defense too. Those linebackers, Levante, right. David, and the other kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, and they also have a good front four, too. So uh, it'll be, you know, a good game of um, a good battle of the defenses. And, and hopefully we could come out on top. Uh,
1: I like it. Um, um, Fred Smoot doing his best impression of Doug Peterson's brain and is missing in action. <laughs> so there you go. um, M-I-A.
0: I'm,
1: I'm going to tell Fred that you showed up and he didn't. He did this one other time. We had Chad Ochocinco. <laughs> He came in for the pregame show and, and Fred showed up at the very <laughs> end when he, we'd already said goodbye to Chad. And Fred did not believe that Chad had come on the show and we had to show him oh, a video of him on the show. And he's like, Oh, oh he did man. come on. Like you dog, um, <laughs> Fake, man. I really appreciate your time. I'm glad that you're uh, adjusting to life after football. Well, you're always uh, one of the, one of the smarter guys in that locker room. Um, so I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll see what happens. Next yeah. On, on Saturday. Hey,
2: one last question: yep. Do I, I look
0: it? Amish? Oh boy! Oh hell no! Thank you, <laughs> what?
2: thank you. They call me I'm Amish, good. and even Jason Campbell said this is an Amish beard, but I don't see That's that. So. so I just needed that <laughs> validation Amish, from Amish, you. So thank Amish, you, I appreciate
1: Amish. it. Amish. Thank do you. Do you know how much? Do you know how much weed Baker has smoked in his life?
2: He can't That's irrelevant him. to me. He, can't, he doesn't
0: know.
1: He That's irrelevant fine. to me.
2: That's irrelevant to me. <laughs> uh, enjoy no, the I don't, I don't. I don't think you're. I'm, Thank you. I, I appreciate that. that. I really do appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever.
1: Make <laughs> hey, man. Great to see you, dog. Uh, appreciate your time, and uh, hopefully we can do this again.
0: Oh, definitely, man. Thanks for having me. Make me a regular, man. I need something. To All right. Feel. Cool. All right. Cool. <laughs> have
1: fun. We can curse on everything. It's awesome. All right, oh. that's Chris Baker. Appreciate you, dog. <laughs> Love it. Peace out. So. All right, that's Chris Baker, Swaggy. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That was cool. Very cool. And, oh, he's, he, he was a guy who came into the league undrafted, as he said, and then kind of just became uh, – he worked his ass off hard uh, and started to make plays and then was making a lot of plays and, and forced the team to give him a contract. And then uh, he played a couple more, two more years, and then went off to Tampa. Um, So, no, he's a really good dude. You know, you go into a locker room, NFL locker room, you'd like to be able to talk to all 52, 53 players without thinking about it. But you get into the locker room and you find the guys who don't want to talk to you, some guys who will talk, but begrudgingly and won't give you crap. Then you get the intelligent guys who know how to play the game on the field in order to play the game in the locker room. Um, and it's not really a game. They just want to enjoy, they're enjoying their job and you're enjoying your job. And so you start to have these conversations. And so he was one of those go-to guys uh, in the locker room. Uh, he'd give you some funny stuff and give you some serious stuff. Um, uh, he was always one of my favorites to cover. And, yeah.
2: You always appreciate those people who are willing to, who understand exactly what you just said of playing on and off the field and know, speaking to the media benefits you but it's also the people who are genuine about it you know because there are some people who just kind of fake it but then there are people like him who you can just tell that there's genuine good people like Mm -hmm. yeah big difference
1: uh fred smoot was supposed to be here ladies and gentlemen uh but his time was needed elsewhere once again the washington football team said no fred we want to use you first and so that's what happens when fred doesn't show up is the washington football team media folks get a hold of him um Funny how that happens now and again. Yeah. Now now Sometimes. and again. I think it's now more often that than happens. that. Yeah. Um, so, what the heck? We'd love to have heard from Fred. I'm sure that he's had an internal alcohol rub yeah. uh, during the back half of this game. But uh, what the hell. So, that's it for Chicken Smoot. Um, I don't know what uh, next week. Next week is 8 o'clock game. Actually, I should be okay because – yeah. So we'll be we'll be good to go. Whether or not we do that uh, from home again or from this restaurant, we'll see. We have to make a decision on that. Because uh, August usually closes at nighttime, and nobody wants to get home one o'clock in the morning these days and hang out. You know, so see, this kind of worked out well. Pre pre game and post game, yeah, atmosphere, right? Yep. Just, just, <laughs> just talking heads,
2: uh, but if, and, and no eyebrows. You didn't bring your eyebrows, which is, I didn't, uh, so. but I will at some point. I was going to bring them yeah. for halftime, but. Yeah, didn't happen. Figured,
1: yeah, was yeah. just listening to us going,
2: "Who? What the hell are these guys talking about?" Yeah. Um. All right, man. That is uh, Cy Fimmick.
1: I'm Chick Hernandez. Fred Smoot was a no-show tonight. Uh, but the Washington football team did show up, at least enough, to get the victory. They are NFC East champions with seven wins. They get to host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady next Saturday night live at eight fifteen.